You are now listening to Well, Well, Filling Out. never gonna get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ass. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? Wait, how big were her breasts? <laughs> Alright, this next message is from Eliza or Elisa. Hmm. Please let me know which way to say that. And they write, hi guys, my name's Elisa or Elisa and I'm from Texas. I pretty much look forward to your episodes as much as I do the show. Keep up the awesome work. Oh, Thank you. Thank you very much. I was wondering what you think about the death fakeouts we've <laughs> we've been getting all season from Carolyn to Nico to Tasha <laughs> to Uncle K. Surprise! Episode eight, Nico's coming back. No, <laughs> no. If they do that, I don't. Beware the live. Beware the live. I don't know what's gonna happen to me. And of course, she adds Uncle K. Like, what is this train of murder punked? <laughs> It adds a strange undertone to the season as a whole, doesn't it? Yes, 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 yes. I wasn't it last episode. I was I was screaming. What are the stakes? Are there any stakes? Are there stakes? Right. I feel like I was so nervous in series one and two. Like literally, when we were watching the finale of series two, I thought I was gonna have some sort of attack because my chest was in my throat because I just knew something intense and ridiculous was gonna happen in those final ten minutes. That is not where we are. That could very well happen. During the series finale, if it does, I will certainly let you guys know. But that is not where my anticipation is right now. It's like a nervousness, but it's not like it's not the same type of nervousness. I will I will say from last series. The fake outs trouble me so they do they trouble me because I don't get the weird ride that we're supposed to be on with them. And then also it speaks to the inefficiency of the people trying to do the murder. Do the murder. Yes. And one of those inefficient people's are Villanelle, and it's fucked. And she's now getting laughed at. She's laughed in Rome's getting overlooked oh, and not so taken rude. seriously. And I don't like that for her character arc, but I guess if we need to be there for this finale, then whatever. But let's not stay here. Let's not. And they continue. I also have been waiting for Maria to show up in any form since episode one. And honestly, now I just think Villanelle has a whole ass soccer team of wives spread across Europe that she keeps leaving behind. It's too random to be a first. And we already know she has (laughs) multiple identifications. At least that's my thirsty headcanon. Okay, so it sounds like she's saying that Villanelle is a woman with many women in the ports. I would just like to say that many years ago, a vintage elderly woman. Um, a friend of mine's grandmother advised that all women should have a lover at every port. So it sounds like that this is what you're suggesting that Villanelle has lovers at every port. And why wouldn't she? Why wouldn't she? We know Villanelle likes to have a spontaneous sex when <laughs> the mood strikes. And sometimes you just got to work some stuff out that with all of her traveling, I think it's safe to say, certainly prior to Eve Blastry, that Villanelle banged at least one woman per city. She had to go kill someone in. So if we extrapolate that out, we extrapolate that out, and we know about Villanelle's stroke game, if we take from thing one and thing two from episode seven. Yeah, seven. With the girls. Oh, um, just, I want to say thank you for the, the sex. sex. Right. <laughs> so I just want to say that your evidence makes sense. Your supposition makes sense. Your thesis, I agree with. And it sounds like facts. And until Suzanne or Laura, I guess it would be up to her next season to take it from us, unless they take it away. I'm with you because I fully agree that the women would just put up with it. They'd be like, it's too good. This is too great that, you know what? If she wants to disappear, like, okay, I'm, I'm good. 
I'm fine. Maybe they have open relationships. Maybe she's like, when I'm here, this is mine. This is what we're doing. But when I'm gone, you could, I'm not with them when I'm with them. You know, like, I don't know. That could get a little complicated and scary, especially if you think of, um, here's your postcard. No, no, I don't want to. I'm not ready. I can't go oh, there. Oh, no. no. Well, first of all, <laughs> the only energy that she can have that for, that type of energy for, the only person she can have that type of energy for is Eve. I well, really don't think tell another. That to the ladies. I it, really it, don't think it'd it, be like Xena. Xena! Just, just well, random see, exes. But that's ex- different. That's different. <laughs> that's different. It's different and the same because Xena had a lot of exes that wanted to mark her, but it's also different because I feel like all of Villanelle's exes straight want to mark her, where Xena's exes were like, could I get another bang? And then I might mark right. you, but then I might not because I don't know. But then even if I do mark you, I'm going to go get you from the Elysian Fields, bitch, because I made a mistake. I made a mistake! And you have to come back into my life. But you're right. She has a lot of angry exes. I just hope that oh my gosh and villanelle is such a linguist she definitely Uh has she definitely has ladies Uh and all the countries (laughs) in which she can speak their language and even those that she can't i'm sure she just read one book in a chapter and she was like this is what i need to know these 10 core words (laughs) and and i can i can get something going with this girl with these 10 words all right and lastly she says finally do you guys think we will actually get a love declaration in the finale from eve i feel like it needs to be something that can't even be denied by the heads because it's painful to see how they how they interact with this show much love and health to you both elisa or elisa um thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you the scary uh, thing yeah is, you go first you go first the scary thing is is that uh we have been spoiled by delicious media where we've gotten declarations of love for our leading ladies and dare i say a happy ending in the finale where there I think were about tears you all the time. of joy. I think about what you're wearing. <laughs> think about- <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm not going to go on one of my Eve monologues. I'm just saying that was love speech number one. I mean, I, she just was like, well, this was all the things. Like, but yeah, she literally was like, well, that that's what's on my brain. Like she was, I mean, will we be as forthcoming? I love it would be nice brain. if we were as forthcoming now, Ooh. but maybe, maybe we're, we're touch and go. Maybe we're one foot in, one foot out. Oh my it's god! It's time like, to have some dialogue this series. What's that? What's that thing that people do? You put your left foot in. But that's you what it is, right? Left foot out. Right, put your right. right foot in and, and you shake it off. Hokey pokey. Yep. See, I had to get through all the lyrics to get to it. Okay, good lord. Oh, I guess it's my turn to answer. What was I going to say? Yes, yes. I. This has been one of my top muses for a while. The major part of the muse is that Villanelle will give a love speech because I feel like Eve has already. But so. Okay, so I'll modify from Eve love speech to Eve admittance speech because I feel like she already confessed she loved Villanelle, which is why she had the bitch fucked up. Oh, series one, series two, and now series three. We need admittance, calling back to what she said to her mom, that the darkness is there. She's into it. She's into Villanelle. Wants Villanelle! Not just physically, but also emotionally. (laughs) Again, clown makeup contour, just like me seeing Sandra Oh in a red dress. (laughs) Wishing, hoping for the stars, you guys. I know I sound like a fucking clown right now, but I'm, I'm okay with that. I am A-okay. Build the intimacy, please. Oh, please. Don't make it just subtext. Please. I beg you. I beg. Oh, another Lauren. So many Laurens blessing us with their words for the podcast. We got another alert about the BAFTA Zoom Q&A. Thank you. And they also add, I'm a huge fan of your podcast. You two have such an energy and vibrancy that other Killing Eve podcasts are lacking while also being the most substantive. Oh, thank you. Also love your in-depth musings and your knowledge of the queerness of the show. Really, you two are the best. Oh, thanks. Thank you, Lauren. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for writing it. Thank you for noticing the queer. Oh, we've got a Gentleman Jack Crack crossover. Sherilyn says, hey there, not villainy, but wondering when will you be doing the review of episode eight finale of Gentleman Jack? Um, soon. Definitely, I would say within two weeks of the Killing Eve finale, there have been intense things going on with the feed, both technically and otherwise, that has led to the pause, which is sort of out of our control, unfortunately, which really, it's it's been unfortunate for us because we have and still do spend a great deal of time talking about the ands. We just have yeah. no one else to do it with. <laughs> no one else to share our, our jaunty feelings. But we are putting out the F8 review soon and it'll be great to get back into that because ultimately for those supporters on our patreon they saw us watch episode eight last year a while ago now and right. terrence's big giant tears in his eyes like take that killing eve drop that drops down and just supersize it by sixteen thousand. and that, those were terrence's tears what was happening at the end there i was gonna bring in the uh the shoulder check the arm check against the wall for for dr kenny because <laughs> How dare he? How dare. Oh, when she roughed him up? Yeah. That was the hottest thing Ann Lister did. Well, no, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I would I, I Thrupin's yes. Penny Perkov. Thrupin's Penny Perkov. Yes. That 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 was the hottest thing she did. Sorry, sorry. Um blame Sharlin for asking this question for this goddamn tangent. But thank you for writing Sharlin and yes, 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 that will all be up and around and doing stuff and more queer shit to talk about once our ladies here are wrapped up in some kind of way. I hope wrapped up. I hope wrapped. That is the hope. I hope. Okay. I shan't recover if it's not. Alright, so I'm back now to where I started with Fleur where she was like, did you get my F6 recap? We're like, no! Okay, so she writes, Okay, guys, Geraldine kissing Constantine is something I am trying to forget. <laughs> you... They did more than that. God damn it, Terrence. Anyways, but you guys, Cab Calloway, yes. Oh, of course, Fleur is a Cab Calloway fan. Or just aware of the vintage things that have happened in life and art. You have randomly hit upon one of my nerdy niche interests, which is movies from the 30s and ragtime early jazz. Oh, my God. Really, Fleur? Really? Fleur. That is great news. Sure is. Okay, Fleur, I... It's interesting that you say that because I too, I too have a nerdy thing. I mean, in general, I feel like my nerdy, one of my biggest nerdisms is history and just like knowing stuff. But then of course there are pockets of histories that are my favorites and largely because of the art, but also like politically, philosophically, what was happening in those times, I find it very interesting too, both the 20s and the 30s because there's such a, a striking dichotomy of what was going on in America, let alone other parts of the world from the 1920s to the 1930s. But I'm with you there. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering, just randomly, one of my favorite films, not very happy, but is sort of based around this time of the Great Depression, is They Shoot Horses, don't they? That basically um, delves into the once phenomena of dance marathons for food in the Great Depression. I don't know if you're familiar but that was a thing. Wow. Yes, it was a thing. And I love it. It's one of my vintage Tim posters that I have because I love it so much. I mean, you should know anything that's truly tragic. Candace is like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. I love it. But yeah, that's it. It's a great film. It's a great depression. People got to eat. People are broke. And so they're willing to do anything to get it. And so, yeah. Fleur, if you've seen that film, let me know. We can geek out together. And she ends that paragraph with, I'm too busy dancing to this song to think about Geraldine and Constantine. So thank you. Yay! Adds, oh my gosh, thanks to that listener for clearing up the gambling thing. Please give them my thanks. Yes! Lester! Lester! Thank you! 
I can't think of the username right now. I'm sorry, but you know who you are, and I will I will fix that. Yes, the recap. thank you. Finishes with, I'm not Polish, but I'm Eastern European Catholic, and I can say that Poland still tends to be pretty conservative and very religious. Oh. If Eve isn't Catholic, and I'm guessing she isn't. No, I, I, Eve, Church what? Eve has never been who? to Mass. Right. The door might light ablaze if she tried to walk in. She continues, that could be a big deal for his parents. Oh, yes. But also, I could totally see Nico's dad as being misogynist and or abusive, per your musings, not related to his Polishness. Oh, and please give Terrence my sympathies for Mo's fate. Sad face. Looking forward to your F7 recap. <laughs> they didn't have to do Mo like that. They just they oh, didn't have to do it like that. Oh, man. Oh, my God. And this actually came in at 6.44 a.m. This is our last Geo Correo and literally just made it in. I mean, technically, we are about to be at 1 p.m., but it, it was today. It came in. Okay, this is from Adele or Addie, and they write, Hi, I discovered the podcast at the start of season three, and it's been so entertaining during Rona. Oh, yay. Thank you guys so much. Thought I'd let you know that Killing Eve's use of the Taylor Swift song as the intro to last episode fits with your misandrist screw over the entitled white man vibe. The version K.E. used isn't actually a cover. It's a version Taylor and her brother made for the show under the pseudonym of her brother's band. Oh, it's her brother's band. I guess I missed that. Jack Leopards and the Dolphin Club. And Taylor's pseudonym, Nils Sojberg. Oh, the reason she did this is so that the disgusting man who bought rights to all her music without her permission can profit off the money she makes from the song. So it basically acts as a massive fuck you to him. Thought that might interest you. I'm not sure how intentional it was, but I think it was a great choice of song, given that the golfer Villanelle is supposed to kill this episode was pretty misogynistic and titled, no, Addie, you speak a word. You speak a word. So I, I guess I knew half of that. And it's just, I like, kind of like looked at it in passing. I didn't read any articles about it, but that is great to know. And as you'll hear, we said earlier, that is absolutely the misandry move. I don't know much about Taylor, but I do know that she seems to be a budding misandrist. And that, that is, that is the way towards the light. My dear, and I'm I'm so happy to see it. And absolutely, hopefully that was the women involved in production being like, let's just do a little gimme to these dudes. Because anyone who's worked in productions or quite frankly, any corporate scene or whatever, you know that there were those dudes, those looming dudes that everyone knows is a creep and gross and disgusting. But for some reason, they're allowed to continue. And thankfully, we seem to at least be partly in the times where some of these men can be shamed. Not all of them, but some. And maybe 1% will have justice enacted upon them. But I, I think that's it. So I believe that concludes this week's Gayo Correo. And follow us on over to Spot It on Twitter Tumblr. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, all right. Um, you guys see this? Wait. I'm is that Twitter? Tumblr? What is it? You. Send it. Right, immediately. All right. right here, now. Here, all right. So all the things. All right. All right. So this first Spot It On comes from X Lemon Drizzle. And it reads, Killing Eve after posting a potato and a two-word quote as a teaser. And it is the scene from Mean Girls where Regina George is just sitting there or standing there. Oh, my God. Wait. As the school devolves into the audio. chaos all around her. <laughs> Wait. So is Regina George the KE account? Yeah. No, that's accurate. This is the standum. Yes. Yes, because it it's is. the arguments that happen over what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. What person is putting like the negative feels in like that bridge shit, that bridge shit I saw. What if they jump off a bridge? I'm like, why would you? Who is this? Why am I that? Why are we putting this into the universe? No, no one's jumping off a fucking bridge. Since when are we doing water stunts, people? Why? Why? <sighs> okay, so that was funny. Let me pull up my first 
spotted on. And this one is actually from Tumblr because I was over there trying to write out my feels that haven't made its way to the public, but soon, probably in the aftermath of the finale. But this was a post I saw and it was on Dandelion and Crindle. And basically, it's a comparison of Villanelle and her conversation with Edina from, from series one and a conversation with Shaw and a child from Person of Interest. And so in the first screen caps from Person of Interest, those of you who are familiar with the show definitely remember this scene. And the little girl is saying to Shaw, I know, I figured you out. It's not that you don't have feelings. It's just like the volume is turned way down. The voices are there. You just have to listen. And this final frame is her with her tough face embracing the girl. And underneath it, we have scenes from Marina from series one. I've decided you're a good person. Because you're sad and sad people are usually good because they feel things more. So I liked this really like it had me in my feels for a moment because I was like, oh, my God, because I've already said to you, I mean, well, to you and to many of the listeners when I randomly scream about Root and Shaw because it had the same sort of dynamic that I'm always into, a little bit of violence, a little bit of, no, a lot of bit of ride or die and all that stuff. And the same sort of concept of having a, a woman character who is capable of extraordinary violence and generally everyone else who sees them or meets them has to deal with them being like, something's fucked with you, something's wrong. You definitely don't have the capability to be anything emotional or close to human. And with Shaw, that's the same thing, where she essentially goes her life. She's like, no, I was diagnosed as this thing when I was younger, and this is what it is. This is what I'm capable of and not capable of until that is challenged by people, especially by Root. And so I just, I felt this intensely for Villanelle because she does... They have her embracing Adina, and even though it was for, like, the game, it was for the joke of, right, like, was... <laughs> steal that woman's money. I loved Adina's sentiment here because, oh, wow, new thought. I wonder if this is now, because of where we are in Series 3, a bit of a reflection. Because if Adina here mm. is making this observation of Villanelle, then plausibly... Empathy doesn't just disappear all of a sudden. I mean, it could with certain head injuries and other things that could happen. But presumably, the Adina that was able to run over her mama's boyfriend is still here, the Adina sitting with Villanelle. So kind of like that thing where you can recognize the thing. And so maybe Adina is saying this to Villanelle because she's the same way. I like where you're going. And Cloud make I want to believe that. <laughs> I want to believe that. We can until it's not true. You can't believe it. I, I give you permission. Because it can't be taken away from us this season. There's no way they resolve this with Adina at the season finale. So you can hold on to this conceivably as an idea and thought until 2021 or 2022. How's that? I shall grip it tightly. Well, so yeah, that was my my first spotted on Twitter Tumblr. Spotted on Tumblr because I just, <sighs> I loved it. It was beautiful. And my next and final spotted on comes from Makare, and it Macare. reads, Poor Mo tried. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so rude. Poor please, Mo please, tried, please finish. but can't do it like Ophelia or Kylie Minogue. Wow. Rihanna will be sexier, I hope. So there's a muse in there. And as you can see, there's Ophelia, see there's Kylie Minogue, and oh, wow. they are sporting the... You so know. she's saying those bitches did it better. Yeah. But is she lying? I'm, listen. I just, <laughs> that is I'm sorry. all I'm sorry. on Twitter I'm sorry. Tumblr for me. I'm sorry. I feel like you should have all the energy for Rianne, who put him in the stream without a piece of flour in his hair. She could have hooked him up with a flower. She could have done that. Okay, so this is, this is my last spot on Twitter Tumblr because we have mused and revealed the shit out of this final snack before the season finale and this was just uh, a tweet i saw from miss comer's bitch <laughs> 
Now on Twitter. that's the name. It's a name. And it reads Dasha. And Dasha's saying, she's a killing machine. And that has Ellen. You're a beautiful monster, Villanelle. And then Tatiana. You had this darkness. And then Eve. I know you are exceptionally bright, determined, hardworking. I know you are an extraordinary person. I know something happened to you. And it ends with, and that is on love. And I saw it actually not that long ago while we were talking. And I was like, okay, let me choose this one because it actually ties back to what I was saying to you before that Eve has never seen the monster. She's seen a puzzle that she is fascinated, fixated in love, in lust, all the things, but not a monster. And actually this ties back to what I just said about Adina is that if you see a reflection of yourself and you're not doing the Tatiana thing where you hate that reflection and so you send it away, maybe you give it comfort the way Eve did because she did not malign Villanelle in this first series. And even after Bill is killed, which is when the episode five happens, like the energy she gives Villanelle is not altogether normal for someone who just had their best friend killed. It literally takes Villanelle being a cheeky bitch for her to be like, okay, well, tell me about Bill then. Because if you're not going to have a real conversation, can we talk about Bill? And of course she's like, no. No, we can't. Well, we could if you could just tell me. What is the... What is... Is it sewn? Is it sewn like that? Sorry. Do they have patents on these clothes that you wear? But yeah, so that that really was it. There was so much to muse on and stuff. And we haven't been on the interwebs, really, to spot things on Twitter or Tumblr. So that's what it was. That's that's what it is. That's what it was. Spotted on Twitter, Tumblr. And that this might actually be our shortest spotted on Twitter, Tumblr ever. But since this might be our longest muses ever, I think it's okay. Well, that brings us to final takes. This is the end, guys. Well, almost the end. All right, so final takes. I'm going to go first. Well, um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet because, bitch, how much have I talked? Bitch, it is about to be 1 p.m. Bitch, what is my life? You know, love you guys so much and killing Eve that this is what we do. This is what we do. It's 1 p.m. on a fucking Saturday. Terrence is looking literally out of his mind, which is why he's standing right now. And I'm I'm not altogether sure what's happening right now. Am I in reality or am I on another plane? I don't know. Okay, so what was I doing? I don't forgot. Favorite lie of the week. No, final takes. Final takes. Okay, so my final takes is, is, is just a sum up again of what I've already said, that we are here. We are literally finally at the end. I have had a wonderful time so far watching Killing Eve. I could have stood to have a better time for all the reasons you guys have already heard about my beloved Dark Eve Rising. But altogether, I have gotten, we have gotten the things that we wanted in its broader sense, which is Dark Eve must rise. Villanelle must evolve at least a little bit, and she's evolved a lot of it. We need to get into some of the mind, thoughts, and feelings of these women, and we're doing that. And we need to know about the 12. Now, I don't have answers on that. I really don't. Paul's in a 12, but who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck if Paul's in a 12? Paul just got here. Paul was mentioned last season, but we just met him this season, so I don't know. They could have brought the other woman back who was reprimanding Carolyn and eating the Pringles, and that would have made more sense for the 12 than Paul, right. but especially because, well, actually, no, this, this, it goes with my side misandrous thing of like all the women are the higher ups and the men are down. And so, hmm. But I just, I, I, I'm, I, I was about to scream because I feel the feralness bubbling up inside of me despite the sleep deprivation. I just need a kiss and a love speech. That is the final take. That is the final take. Fuck the 12. Fuck what's going on with them. I will scream and rage and be upset about all the plot holes later. But what we need to come out of this episode with you guys is a kiss and a goddamn love speech. A kiss and a goddamn love speech. And if we can end with these three hoes, the top three hosts in a show going off together to reign 
hellfire upon anyone who dares stand against them, then that is the best final season, because I'm calling you right now. It is the best final season that we could ever ask for, for Killing Eve. And hopefully that made sense, sir. That concludes my final take. <laughs> I... Lots of screaming. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, we made it. Although we've come to the end of the, the, the road for series three, there will be a gap in recording henceforth to because of COVID. Of so there, there, this more than likely will be, it could result in a two-year hiatus. I mean, depending. Stop it. But let's not talk about what's so far off. And, I just want to say really quick that the set people doing all the designs that were really like obsessed with the jars and stuff, they can figure it out, Terrence. They're very talented. They can uh, rebuild mm-hmm. anything they need to rebuild on a stage lot. It'll cost them money, but they can do it. Sorry. Please continue. Uh, I also want to use this moment to, you know, say a very special thank you to all the thespians who said, you know what, Series 3, consider me and put me in your thing. <laughs> and I'm happy that, you know what, you you can say that you did the thing. And if you survive and you're coming back, well, we'll be happy to see you in Series 4. And if, you know, you were just in it I for the minute. I need my red wedding. I need my red wedding. Right. Sorry. If you was just in it for the minute and, and you stepping out and you gone, like how I thought Mo was in it for a minute and then gone and then gone. But no, he decided to come back and then get taken out of the paint. <laughs> like he going to get a funeral. You know how many people would be so angry if he gets a funeral in the finale? That's how not come you. I know. Not you. That's how come I know he's not he's going to get <laughs> No, he's not. He's uh, not. The dignity. Okay. The indignity. Um, so there are things that I want that I know I'm not going to get. Um, an autograph picture would be nice. Um, <laughs> I think you can get the autograph picture. It I would think be nice. Can. I think you can. Uh, if, if y'all just uh, email that, I mean, that's not important, but, um, I will have to learn to just, uh, accept whatever Laura and Suzanne allows in this finale because there's so many wants that I have that I know I'm not going to be able to get them all. So I, I am such, I'm the wreck. That's the, I am the fighter pilot that has one engine out and I need to jettison so that I could level so that I could land somewhat safely and survive versus crash to the mountain. So there are things I'm going to have to let go of as the episode is playing. And it's going to be like, well, 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 mm-hmm. I can, I can maybe live without this. I can maybe live without this. And I'll be doing that frantically until I get to, until I get to the end. And then it's not until the rewatch where I'll probably really let loose and be really, really loud about things. So I could right. see me just being so appreciative oh, right, and right, grateful right. the first go round. And, and then, then the second yelling. go around, be doing so. I guess all you're telling people to stay tuned for our second rewatch on the last because <laughs> it might be very different from the first. This is very true. Um, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I can second that, good sir. I really can. And here's hoping that the internet's not doing anything crazy because you know we always want to have y'all. Here oh, actually, with us. I think that's. I mean, we can say that now, but I think that's something we should do. I was going to say we should say it then, but because of how the thing does weird things, and sometimes when we have to go back live, we're mid like what's happening on the episode that we should just end our lives every commercial break or every other commercial break preemptively to not be not on the show. Ah. Thank you. Sometimes this brain works of mine, you know, despite the sleep deprivation. Well, if you guys are with us and you're watching it, uh, as a simulcast with us on the East coast, um, Easter standard, um, then we'll be refreshing our feed every commercial break live 
feet. Yeah, live feet is how you say it. I'm the tech person. I'm not the tech person. You're not. You are so not the tech person. But yes. Um, Which is why your new iPad looks as ridiculous as it does right now. So. Listen. You guys, it's... he just got a new iPad, was going on and on about wanting a new iPad. Do you know he came up in here and used his old iPad after he showed me his new iPad? I was like, no, no, no. I, no, just, no. I know how to use the old one. The new one's got... It's different. There's buttons missing. <laughs> like, I like this Yeah, button. there are no buttons. The buttons are gone. That's what I told you. If you need buttons, don't upgrade. <laughs> they got no buttons. Ugh. I'll make it work. Or at least I'll try to. But yes, um, there'll be two watches for me in this finale. I'll be extremely thankful. The first watch, the second extremely watch, I'll do the all the watch. yelling about all the things that I, I you know. I think I would have wanted my dreams because I'll just I'll just be crossing them off my list as they go as they as they are not coming to pass or even better I'll just put them in my things that will get covered in series four list because you know I'm good at moving things over but ultimately yeah that's it for me and the final takes is I'll be thankful for whatever it is that I get and then I'll be critical after the fact right I'm um, right. just you know I'm just thankful for the gift the BBC, America, AMC, were able to give me such a wonderful show, mm-hmm. a wonderful pastime, Seriously. and that spawned a wonderful community because with right? all, the, all uh, the people we've met and now know and interact with because of this wonderful show is truly great. I don't even know how I would be keeping sane, and I mean that honestly, in these Rona times if I did not have a wonderful distraction like podcasting, especially about Killing Eve, and then, of course, Showman Jack because it's... Um, it's wild in New York City, as y'all know. It is is wild. It's getting <laughs> right, only more right, wild right, as right. politics turn up and people turn out and quarantine is suddenly not a thing people care about because, you know, there's other things happening that are upsetting. But yeah. All right. So that I guess I guess we're done with the final takes. Yes. That brings us to favorite line of the week. Favorite line of the week. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Woo. Um, who wants to go first? Do you have yours ready and, and waiting, sir? Uh. That sounds like a no. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Right. Because that was a no, right? Okay. All right. So I'm going to go and I'm going to do mine. Let us see. Okay, guys. So my favorite line this episode, I don't know. Maybe you guys can guess. I did look pretty salty on the live. But like I said, I was salty because I was also getting my life. And that contradictory reality of emotions was, um, well, stirring. Definitely stirring. Okay. So this is... My line said, well, actually, it's a combination. I'm going to combine what Elaine says to Villanelle, but also Villanelle's response, because that should be everyone's response, like the entire fandom's response, like the entire viewership response to what Elaine was serving in this room. You wouldn't be able to, by the way. Wouldn't be able to what? Kill me before I killed you. Mm-mm-mm. You're a child. <laughs> you have no idea what you're dealing with. God, you're sexy. Ma'am. Ma'am. And that look on her face when she exits? I just feel like Rianne has a secret in that moment, the way she looks at Villanelle, and that is what set off my boudoir statements because the way she smirked at Villanelle, it felt like an Envogue song. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. I'll murk your ass before you touch my girl. Never gonna get it. And again, I'm consistently writing fan fiction for the misandrous women of the show, but also, would it be me? Would you guys be listening to Candace speak if I was not musing somewhere about the lovely ladies and what they might be doing with each other when they're not on screen in this fictional reality. <sighs> I mean, it's definitely on brand. So of course, <laughs> of course. Okay. And for my favorite line, it is just this quick, quick exchange that's happening in Scotland. And maybe you'll, 
you'll be thrown right into the moment when you hear some uh some of this dialogue and you'll know you'll know you'll be transported back to this moment in the episode and let's uh give it a listen let's do how do you find yeah. our wee part of the world <laughs> let him in let him in. First off, set your car. What happened? There's a crazy woman on the oh, oh, What does she look like? Why, why? What does that matter? What does she look like? Bitch, it matters. Pretty face, pretty girl, nice figure. She was with her mom. Her mother? Yeah, she hit her mom in the head with a golf club. Okay, where was this? What? Where was this? I don't know. Here, 16 hole about half a mile that way. Okay, get out. What? Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. What is this vile country? <laughs> Sorry, that's my secondary favorite line. Like I said, what is this vile country? It's a country of misandrists. I think I need to get co-citizenship with Scotland because if this is what bitches are jaunting with in Scotland, I'm there. I'm there. I know we have some Scottish listeners. Um, will you guys help my homeless ass find a way? Because I want to have his same energy, but just with the opposite. Right. What is this extraordinary place full of misandry? It's Scotland. <laughs> Lovely. Well, that gets the favorite lines out of the way. Uh, that brings us to the end. So we are at the end. Oh my God, the finale airs tomorrow, you guys. So is, are we still? Uh, are we still doing uh, COVID? What do we? What do we call these? Are we doing COVID tracks? Are we still the Rona jams? Oh, well, yes. I'm still doing Rona the Rona jams. jams. Yes, uh, this week. What dolph I have? Yeah, I've got a a COVID battle. Joint from Ledneck, and I will cue that shit up right now. A reminder that you can reach out to us at hey you guys oh what word at wellwellvillanelle.com. Our Insta is wellwellvillanelle, and our Twitter, if you are about it, about it, is wellvillanelle. As you know, we are recording out of New York City. We are finally seeing fewer deaths, fewer than 100 deaths today, but not fully integrated into phase one of the reopening process. Uh, If you can, support the podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes. Oh, please, please, please. And we're doing a giveaway. Oh, yes. I don't think we mentioned that this week, but we are. We are. We are. Uh, you could also support our Patreon or our coffee, which is ko fi forward slash misandry in our show notes. And as it helps uh, with our upkeep and transition from commuting from public to private transportation. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, some say they have never seen the subway so clean, but, but please don't make us. Well, what does that even mean? <laughs> right. It's the New York City subway. Don't make us the NYC MTA guinea pigs. I beg you. I beg a uh, special shout out to all the essential workers. Yes, whether, yes, yes. Whether on salary or hourly, tip base, and everything Only in between. Fans. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You help keep this city running, and we can't do what we do without, without you, you guys. Thank you so, 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 so much. All right, so I guess we are now transitioning into the country rundown. Is that right, Dan? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so what have I got for you lovelies this week? Well, naturally, it's another classic. Since we have been living in the islands, there we shall return. For another carnival favorite for all the 90s babies out there, or people who just knew, who remember, whose parents, y'all have definitely, definitely heard this track by Atlantic, entitled All Aboard the Villeneuve Train. That was ad-libbed by me, but otherwise it's known as All Aboard. Let's hear that. Bro, bro, bro. Hey. All aboard! All 
aboard of the bloody train. You hoes, you. All right. And you too, hoes. Start the rundown. Give a special thanks to the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, special thanks to Luxembourg. Yes, yes, yes. All the Trinities out there. Luxembourg. Thank How you, you doing, Luxembourg? Czech Republic. Czech Republic. Thank you oh, for Taiwan. Oh, yes. Czech Thank Republic. you for Hello, Chile. Chile. Thank you to Finland. Hola. Finland. Thank you to Singapore. Singapore. Vanakong. I've God, I hope I said that close to correctly. Ni hao. Thank you to Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Thank Hello. you to the Philippines. Philippines. Thank you Not to the Poland. 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 Thank you to Saudi Arabia. You know Saudi what? You Arabia. made me go high, but we still love you, Poland. <laughs> Thank you to Italy. Thank you Italy, to child. New Zealand. New Zealand. Thank the home of Lucy Lawrence and the Hobbits. Thank you to Denmark. <laughs> Thank you to Norway. You're amazing, Norway. I'm ridiculous and I'm delusional. Mexico. Thank you to Russia. Hola, hola, Mexico. Thank you to Brazil. Thank you, Brazil. Hola. Spain. Spain. Thank you to Sweden. Home of Barcelona and the Airbnb. Many killing you fans will be visiting in 2021. If anyone's throwing a party and you do not invite me, I'm already upset. Okay. Thank you to South Korea. South Korea. Thank you to Germany. Oh, Germany. Thank you to Australia. Australia. Thank you to Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, oh, Thank Canada. Neighbors of ours, home of Sandra O. Great Britain. You and of Brit- course, you Brit- Thank you to South America and North America. South America, North America, all of the Americas in which people reside. Thank you so much for hanging out with our really long-winded, long-winded music. Especially this snack. I, I don't even know how I'm still sane and speaking, but somehow I'm doing it. Alrighty, guys. Until next time, here's hoping you get killed by a woman. And you guys, everything is fucking happening this Sunday. We are getting a reunion of our ladies, and it will feel so fucking good. And I don't care. I don't care what the 12 has to say about it. I don't care what Paul has to say about it. I don't care what Helena has to say about it. I don't care what Kelly has to say about it. Our girls are getting back together, and we are getting everything we want. Come make a fucking contour to the very end. Bye, guys. Bye. It's like totally murder.